What's going on, everybody? This is the Distance Theory Podcast. I am Eric Ricardo, back with my co-host Ryan Mizozo. And on today's podcast, we have a uh, just terrible runner on our podcast, uh, Emilio Moreno. No, I'm playing. Uh, we have uh, one of Ryan's um, runners this year. Uh, he's a senior. He's graduating this year. He uh, has come a long way, to say the least, from uh, his freshman year of uh, high school. So... Without further ado, Emilio Moreno. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I like how I always put the pressure on, like, the person that comes up. It's always the same the thing, too. It's like, yeah, uh... They don't know what to say. Like, remember what that happened with Josh, too? Yeah, Josh. Uh, that's everyone. Yeah. Um, that was a good so, opener. Yeah. Um, so, what was I going to say? Um... Yeah, I mean, talk a little bit about your freshman year since I since I mentioned it. I mean, just like you know, we like to always see the progression and and talk about progression when we're interviewing somebody. So just talk about your uh, progression from freshman year. Yeah, I mean, freshman year, I don't really have any like good coaching at all because I went into cross, and the coach, I mean, I think he just didn't know how to train, honestly. I can't tell if I could have, if I would have done better, if I had better training or what, because I was horrible. Uh, I mean, when your training is four by one hundred, uh, all out every practice during cross country season. I mean, that wasn't his practice though. Oh really? What did you guys do? Uh, we did a lot of easy runs. But like three mile easy runs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even. I think like two miles. Mm-hmm. Um, it would make us like a warm up and cool down for the easy runs that kind of stuff um mile repeats but with like a five minute break uh 400s oh man i mean there was no there was like nobody good on the team like nobody even decent so i think that really held like all of us back i think the fastest kid ran like a 20 yeah so what did you run then your freshman year don't lie about your time <laughs> I thought I ran like a 24, but I was, no. looking, at, I was looking at my mouth. Oh. The other I day. just checked your four of the runners right was, before this. Yeah. I guess my official time was like 26 something. Mm. Official time 27 19 at the BCA meet. Wow, you were really giving up serious, serious club mentality yo. there. Why did we even have this kid in this podcast if he's running a 27 19 as a freshman? Well, you know, thanks to your coaching, you know, and his hard work, you dropped 11 minutes. So, you know, I was trailing behind first by like 10 minutes. Um, so obviously, you were terrible when you first got into the sport. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about like what kept you motivated. Like, because honestly, if I wasn't good, like when I first started running, I probably wouldn't have kept on running like when I was little. I mean, it's, um, it's different the older you are and, like, you have a different mentality and stuff. But just talk about, like, what kept you motivated and, like, what you even thought about running that first year. I mean, I enjoyed it, honestly. I don't think there was ever – I don't think I've ever had a moment throughout high school where I'm, like, I don't want to do this. Like, this is too hard. Like, I have had, like, frustrating moments, you know, where you want to do better than you're doing and that kind of thing. But – I mean, I was always kind of just doing it for fun. Like, that's why I got started. And I guess that's kind of why I stayed motivated, you know? Because I got out there and I was terrible. But I was like, it's fine. I'll just keep going. 
I mean, if you enjoy it when you're not good, and there is like literally like, like your future was as dim as like, <laughs> as like any any runner could imagine, and like, like you were seriously just running like because you love like the sport. Yeah, I mean, I was never. My parents were never into like sports and that kind of stuff, so I didn't really get raised on that. So I feel like I'm not like a lot of the other athletes that I competed with because sometimes I'm not really like as competitive. I just don't have that like that kind of natural <laughs> drive. So I mean, I guess the stuff. Well, like, you you yeah. have the natural drive in in respect to like you want to get better and you work hard. Yeah, but you mean, saying, you like, mean like, like as far as racing stuff. Yeah. Yeah middle school I did like taekwondo and that kind of thing and it was like I guess I just got into the habit of like once I start something I just keep going with it and I mean running just one of those things where I started to get good at it and you know I just kept going because I mean I still really enjoy it I'm so still- um I mean from freshman year like did your mentality change at all because obviously you started seeing more improvement like the you know older you got and the the better you got at running Uh, I think the main thing is probably uh, confidence because I mean you look back and it's just like the it's different like the way you think when you first start versus when you start getting good and it's competitive I mean before you just like you're like okay I just gotta do this don't think about like where you're at in the race or how you want to do but versus now I mean like I said like it's it's just like when you're like obviously no offense because you're not that slow you're not slow i mean you're a little slow because you know (laughs) i'd be burning you in easy runs but (laughs) but like when you're like running is so simple when when you first start because you don't really have any any expectations nobody really has any expectations for you and you're kind of just out there just like floating around basically yeah and especially i mean at nova where like everybody else was terrible too (laughs) I think if I would have been somewhere where, like, there were some, like, elite runners running on my team, maybe that would have, like, that would have, that would have driven me off a little bit. But, I mean, everybody was kind of, like, on the even playing field as far as, like, the people I was training with and the people I was around, you know. Ryan, you look like you wanted to say something. Oh, you good. Yeah. Um, so obviously you know you're a very hard worker and stuff and your season ended unfortunately at regionals um so you didn't end up qualifying how how close were you to qualifying if close uh, not that close i think the, the last place time getting in was 954 so he was 14 seconds off so yeah. well in a, i mean in a two mile that the two mile yeah i should say that, that. i mean that can and like you can you can shave off seconds like that in in a meets time. That um that two mile was raced really smart by and hopefully we get on the podcast soon by um Michael and Humberto where they decided to just really chill the first six laps and then it was just an all out sprint the last two laps. So. By the way, I like stepping aside just to talk about them. That was like crazy. Like watching them them two finish together. Like at the line, like that was that was so cool, bro. Yeah, like, nah. It was it was just there it was just smart running by them. Just yeah. Watching them. It was it was awesome watching them. Um so I know I didn't really, you know, get into in into depth to uh you know, the rest of your high school career, but um 
obviously, you know, the basics, you got a lot better. And, you know, you shaved a, a ton of time from your freshman year. Um, what, like, what are your plans from here? Um, I mean, I'm going to be a walk-on at FIU. So I'm going to be training with Coach uh, Daniel. So that should be fun. I really, I definitely want to keep improving. I take this seriously for as long as I do it, which, I mean, should be at least four years. Yeah. I, mean, I always like to encourage, I mean, especially like guys like you with a lot of potential, like there's so many high school kids out there that would just benefit off of just increasing their mileage like a ton and college. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's kind of how I got in shape, I think, going from ninth grade to 10th grade. Because uh, I had Ryan, like, right at the end of ninth grade, kind of, and, like, he taught me, like, just enough where, like, I started, like, seeing results, you know. And, yeah, that summer, <laughs> at first I was, like, I'm going to run, like, 10 miles every single day. <laughs> and then I tried to run 10 miles and ended up running, like, 8 miles. And then I was, like, nah. I started running like six miles every other day and even like that kind of like dumb training like every other day you know like that helped me a lot like I came into cross and I wasn't like a lot faster but I felt like I could handle the training a lot better yeah and um, uh I mean once you oh you go ahead Ryan, my bad. no I was gonna say like going back to FIU because we talked about a lot he's walking on but Amit is not really I don't know if what exactly the numbers are, but you're not really paying anything it's because you've been doing so well, so well academically with the SAT scores and grades and what Bright Futures is paying for your tuition, right? Oh uh, yeah, they pay for the the classes, so that should oh, be yeah. It. I mean, you're not really paying for much, so you know, luckily he was able to walk onto a good school with a good coach and then also keep his grades up, and he doesn't really have to worry about paying for classes. Yeah, you want to talk about, like, model student-athletes that you should follow? Like, Emilio's for sure one of those kids because, like, not to do your own horn or anything, blow smoke up your ass, but you really did take care of the academic side, which has really – and like I said, like, in, like, the last podcast we uploaded, kids don't really understand that going into their freshman year, they're just like, oh, I'm going to run really fast and get a full scholarship somewhere. But even if you are that really fast runner that runs – I don't know, 153, 415, like, even that isn't enough to get you a full scholarship alone athletically. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I heard that, as I'm sure, like, everybody has, but especially like, my parents. I mean, they've always, like, pushed me. Yeah. Like, on academics, because that's, like, that's been their thing as well. Like, they're more driven that way. And, I mean, yeah, they were always pushing me. <laughs> I have a cousin, he played D1 basketball, and they'd always have him like talk to me about like, Oh, you got to keep your grades up. That's the most important thing. And I mean, it's true. It is important because I'm like, I'm looking at where I am at now and you know, how I got this bright future scholarship. And I mean, there was really no chance of me really getting any money for athletics. And I think a lot of kids, like you said, like go in and they think like, Oh, I want a full ride. And I mean, I think that's what everybody thinks. And when you like put so much time into something like track, it's easy to just like get that tunnel vision and then forget about everything else. Yeah. That's definitely a big part of being a student athlete. Well, I mean, it definitely helps having Hispanic parents, I'll tell you that much. Because, <laughs> boy, I'll tell you what, Hispanic parents don't play by them grades. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, their standards or their idea of bad grades is probably, like, decent. Like, for most of them, like, decent grades. 
for me is B. Like uh, if I got a B in a class, my like dad would get like not pissed at me, but he'd be like, "Yo, you need to get an A." And like he doesn't understand, but yeah, no. Um, and like, I mean, you're like, I'll tell you what, like, Danny's getting a steal, bro. Like, you're gonna see a lot of improvement in college. Like I said, just like just off of and like increasing your mileage. So for those of y'all that don't know, Emilio, what, what were you running this, this, like what, what kind of mileage were you running this season? Uh, I would say the average was probably 40, 45. And then the max, the max I went was like high 50s. And what happened when you did that high 50? I felt pretty good. <laughs> I felt pretty good. Um, so Emilio is an overachiever to say the least. And, uh, well, Ryan seems like he's having PTSD from, <laughs> from his, his convos with Emilio. But um, honestly, that's pretty, pretty good for a high school athlete. I think, like, honestly, that's, like, the max that a high school athlete should run. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look at, like, the, like the best of the best to do it, like, um, Alan Webb or, like, the new kid, like Hopscasted, like they'll be like max a week, like maybe sixty or fifty. I yeah, I think like max. I think, think Hopscasted is running like forty-five a week or something like that. Yeah. And Alan Webb in high school, I don't know. Quote me, I, I don't quote me on this, but I don't think he went further than fifty or sixty a week, something like yeah. that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people. I mean, when you're in, like, once you get that aerobic fitness, I think a lot of people like want to just focus on that and I see that in like a lot of my friends who like are super into running but like they're they're like mediocre like me you know it's like because that's the fun part right like putting on all those long runs it feels good but I mean you look at like the the best of the best and they're just doing like a lot of speed work I know like a lot of race pace kind of and the legs turning workouts but you know I mean every athlete is different like you're you're like I said, you're one of those athletes that's gonna benefit off of just upping your mileage, whatever that may be. What do you think you're gonna run this summer? Do you know yet? Like what's your what's your max volume? Um I would say maybe going above sixty might be the goal. Cause I felt pretty comfortable. I never really felt burnt out in like the sense that I was doing too much like I did have moments where like I wasn't performing too well because I was just like a little exhausted but I definitely feel like I could handle some of your mileage but honestly I mean I don't know about this summer how it would work like how it fit that into my training but I definitely want to start getting more more leg speed because I know how important that is and I know like I've already got the aerobic fitness I just want to start getting strong you know yeah um yeah, and like a big thing is like just not going overboard in mileage because that's where a lot of kids go wrong their freshman year, and like a lot of coaches emphasize um, not to do too much because a lot of kids get carried away, do too much mileage, and then boom, stress fracture or like just some some injury that puts them out for a prolonged period of time. Um, so I mean, yeah. Um, but what are your plans for this summer? Are you going to do any more races? Any Like, are you going to continue, like, running competitively this season? Or are you just shutting the season down now that regions is over? 
I'm pretty sure it's over. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, right now I'm just looking into figuring out what I'm going to do over the summer. I think I'm going to, well, I am going to start in the summer term at FIU, and I'm going to see if I can move over there, I think, in June. So if, you know, the FIU training starts up, then, then I'll definitely be, I'll be on that, you know. That well, the good, the good thing is that all, all your teammates will be close to you, which is something that, I mean, I don't, like, some kids don't have, like, me, um, when I go back home, I mean, I can't really train my teammates because they're all over the place. So that'll be good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even now, like, I made a lot of friends, especially, like, when I started improving a lot this year. You make a lot of friends. And down here, or at least with my school, with Nova, like, you can't train with people that are on your team, really, because everybody lives so far away. But it's cool. You meet people, and you can, like, meet up. Whatever. And I've been doing that a lot lately. Um, I, I want to ask you a question. How difficult do you think – Ryan, you can answer this question too in the coaching perspective, but how difficult do you think that it has been this year to train by yourself? Now that you're at this – now that you're at like, a, a, like a, an, elite, an elite level, you know, for high school, how do you think training by yourself was? Do you think like you could have been pushed but like more with like another, another uh, athlete by your side or – Honestly, I I wouldn't know because, I mean, I, I can, I really enjoy, I think I benefit from training alone because I'm, I just have that kind of focus. Like, I know that people talk about being bored when they run and, like, needing to train with somebody, but I feel like, you know, I just like to just focus. You know, I know what I got to do. And I got people like Ryan if I need FF questions. But I've never, I don't think I've ever had anybody, like, they've either been, a lot faster than me like when I was in 10th grade and I was training with yeah. like John or just not really like on the same like with the same goals in the same shape I mean I guess at a certain point me and Jeremiah were kind of going at it together but this year yeah I mean I was training alone and I mean it helped me a lot I think because I was just able to focus and just start learning like how my body works like what it asks for, what like works with it in terms of like training, like mileage and rests and all that kind of stuff. See, I asked that question because um, I think sometimes I have a bit like difficulty um, determining whether or not I train better by myself or with people. It's definitely with people now that I've been I've been in college and I train with people that are faster than me. But I don't know, like when I like in the past, I used to think like I just like work better alone, but once you, I think like once you start running with people faster than you have people to push you, it's a lot easier to hit like crazy goal paces for workouts and stuff. Like yeah, definitely. I know like for sure like one of the one of the things that's hard for you like and anybody training alone is just hitting goal paces that seem like like too good to be true. You know. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the problems with training by myself is I always notice is you, I mean, you feel really confident, you feel good in your training until, like, you go to race and, you know, you haven't had anybody to, like, really go off of. So then a lot of the times your expectations could be, like, a little bit overestimated just because you haven't really been interacting with anybody else in training. Yeah, and, like, I think a lot of, like, I think a lot of, like, shoot, even my confidence, like, comes from seeing my other like teammates do good I'm like damn well like we've been training like at the same level 
and I like they just went off and ran something crazy like so I already know that I'm going to run something fast you know but with I guess you know when you're training by yourself like in your example you don't really have nobody to base that on so it's kind of like eh, you know yeah I mean honestly I haven't I mean like I said I don't I haven't really had the experience of training with somebody like that I mean I've always had my team but this year especially it feels like we're always doing like different workouts you know so like we're there together but I'm still doing well, I mean, yeah, bes besides me kicking your ass at Vista a couple of times, you know? So I was right there. I was chilling. <laughs> that day. All right, Ryan, what do you have to say? You, ha you haven't spoke very much this podcast. You're talking about the question or a question for, or I can ask? Yeah, no, about, about like, how do you think it, it, uh, um, it like, as a coach? So I think he kind of, he's right. His freshman, well, I didn't coach him his freshman year, not really even sophomore year. Yeah, his junior and senior year, um, some of his teammates pushed him because they're in better. But it was interesting because they're all kind of equal. So his junior year, he was best aerobically, but speed wise, he would get killed, like yeah. they would destroy him. And then the senior year, he got a little faster and was able to either hold on or beat them. Um, but I think when you have a kid like Amelia who like just wants to run every day and just enjoys it, like the easy runs, which are supposed to be easy are honestly really hard for most runners because it takes discipline. It takes, you know, being consistent. And yeah. I never had that issue with Emilio. So, no, nah, I, I think he – I think the competitive thing, like, especially doing workouts by himself, his biggest competition was me, but also his Garmin. I mean – Wait, was, hold on, hold on. Because I, I saw Emilio start chuckling. Emilio, did you have some dirt to throw on your teammate's name about not doing easy runs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean – that's one of the good things I like about training by myself. Is it, it can be pretty frustrating, especially with people like Jeremiah on the team. Oh, no. He's yeah, spilling the beans on the podcast. Both <laughs> Jeremiah and John. Like, John. I, I mean, this is where you say, like, everybody's different, right? Because, I mean, John did great his senior year. And, I mean, Jeremiah, Jeremiah's still improving. But, I don't know. They're just different. Like, yeah. Um, they, Jeremiah likes to cut you know easy runs oh not cut them i don't know he just likes to do them different <laughs> like i like to do them all the way through and he likes to stop and like we both get it done it's just ryan he's trying what he's trying what he's doing right here is trying to save jeremiah's ass because he realized that he just lit a fire under him jeremiah jeremiah puts in the work i didn't know about jeremiah so um, it's good um i was gonna ask a question though this is for you too garrett all right um I didn't realize it until this year, and I think because you're kind of an asshole, Garrett, that maybe it doesn't work with you as much. But like, I keep I hate to mention Michael, but like Michael and like Emilio, um, and a couple other kids in our district county, like they re I want to say they look up to Emilio, and Michael. I mean, Michael's obviously in their level, but like, yeah, Michael, you can see they really respect each other, and I feel like I really saw it this year, especially with cross country, like the top six, seven guys in the county and, and district and even region, like just kind of like looked up each other. And like, I don't think you guys realize how much you guys like inspire and like motivate like the juniors and sophomores to be like, damn, I want to be like Garrett. I want to be like Michael. I want to be like Emilio. Do you guys well, even realize that or? Well, yeah. I mean, that's just how it is though, bro. I've like, and I've noticed that since like, that that starts like when you're young like if you if you ran from a young age like you'd know because like 
is all like this is like so cliche like every meet i'd go to i always hear the same freaking same like sentence yo yo what time you run yo oh oh i run i run this time oh you run that time dang i'm gonna try to get second then at least <laughs> what's your name <laughs> and it's always like damn like and then like from that point on those kids will like never forget who you are and like they always talk to you every meet and it's just cool like but obviously like like i said you have to be fast to get respect and that's just how that's how it is at every level it's how it is at the youth level that's how it is in middle school that's how it is in high school and that's how it is in college you run fast people are gonna know your name yeah i mean i've always had kind of had that at nova even when i like wasn't good even just like 10th grade just because it's nova you know yeah. i mean it feels good to be able to like help others at least like on your team like if people need advice and that kind of thing yeah and i think one of like the greatest account uh, yeah, yeah. it's important because like Robin? oh no i'll say like one of the like greatest compliments i get for emilio that like they'll tell him they'll be like bro like where did you come from and then like i've been there all four years and he's like hey you ran 19 like a year ago like how are you running 16s right now and it's just like and then you just see that respect i think that's why so many people that respect emilio because you're just like this kid wasn't good. This kid wasn't recruited, you know, to be a good runner, or go to a top school. And it's just like, just worked his butt off, you know? So. Yeah, this past summer was, it was, it was like a, I mean, it was a blessing and a curse because, you know, the whole situation. But I definitely, like, I worked my butt off this summer, I feel. You mean with COVID? Yeah, COVID. And, you know. I wanted to ask one question, actually. Um, Wait, let me, let me answer this last question real quick. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, like, um, for like me it's a bit different from Emilio because like people see me and like I've you know they they know I've been fast since I was a freshman but like they look at a guy like him and like Emilio and it's it's a different form of respect because like like I like you just said like he worked from the 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 bottom up like he was literally at the bottom of the food chain bruh this man was was plankton at one point and became the apex predator in in a year (laughs) so not in a year but in you know his throughout his high school career so like not apex predator you know what i fucking mean you, you know what i'm getting at so biology major yeah i know i'm a nerd man it is what it is but yeah like it's just it's a different form because like i'm not gonna like you're it's not that you're not talented because you're blessed with like the the talent to be able to work hard you know but yeah. like it's different from a kid that like me who was like just fast just because like my freshman year not just because but you know what i mean like it's just kind of that nature yeah. which is nurture i've been thinking yeah. about it a lot like usually a lot of those times those fast kids yeah they're fast for a reason they work hard and, it's just what yeah they and not not to say that like even if you are faster freshman year that doesn't mean you're gonna get better but go ahead Moran. not bad for interrupting you no um we were saying a little earlier but so uh i coached Amelia starting his sophomore year track season and I kind of messed up a little bit. He's also such a committed kid that he exaggerated a little bit where he did too much mileage and got a stress fracture. Then his junior year during track season, COVID comes. And I just wanted to ask you how, I mean, we asked about before, but basically your sophomore and junior year, you didn't get to run track. And then your freshman year, I didn't coach you. And it wasn't the greatest coaching. Um, just... Why do you think you stuck to it? I know you were saying before, but, like, you basically didn't run track to your senior year. Like, yeah, you ran your freshman year, but, like, it didn't really. That is actually pretty crazy to think about, I'm not going to lie. 
Um, I mean, it's like I said, you know, I started, and I mean, even in ninth grade when I wasn't good, I was like, wow, I really like this. Like, it's fun. It's just something to do. And it's, I mean, I think with any sport, a lot of people just enjoy the, the routine, the discipline, I mean, the benefits, that kind of thing, that lifestyle. And I mean, yeah, that was me. I just, it was something I wanted to keep doing. And I don't, I don't know if I was like, oh, I want to be the best at this, but I was like, I want to get better. I just kept going. I mean, once I saw, I think once I saw improvement from ninth to 10th grade, that really pushed me to just keep going because I was like, I can keep getting better. When did you, when did you realize like I could run in college or like I could be like one of the top runners? Like when was that moment? I always wanted to do it. I mean, from like ninth grade, it's like that one kid that's like, oh yeah, I want to get a scholarship. Um, But Junior year, I wasn't doing too hot. Um, but I knew I was kind of out of shape. I don't know, honestly. I thought you were going to say senior year. like oh, yeah. probably, probably senior year when you ran like 17 low the first yeah, time. That's what I was going to say. I was, I was thinking, I was going to say, like, I always wanted to do it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it eventually. But I think I really, you know, realized that definitely probably in cross season this year when i when i ran like 1657 i was like wow that's decent because i remember ninth grade there was this like ncaa guy and he came and he was talking about like playing sports in colleges and he gave us this little chart of like qualifying times for scholarships and i always like looked at the 5k and i was like wow i just have to go under 17 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean that and our when garrett took me to the fiu practice and i started talking to the coach and i was like yeah, yeah and, and by the way, Emilio stepped up with some huge cojones, bro, because he uh, he was actually giving them boys some work in that tempo. I can't even lie. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what that boy does in college. But I have a question um, spinning off of the last question you had answered, like, you know, with your basically only running freshman and senior year of track, like, how did, like, how did your, like, injury and – not COVID, but I'd say more so, like, how did your stress fracture, like, make you think about running? Like, were you, like, because I know, like, you obviously love running, but, like, how much did you realize that, like, damn, like, running is, like, such a big part of my life? I mean, yeah, you notice, you notice it, like, the day you get the injury. Yeah. It becomes, like, a routine, like, sleeping and eating. Uh, I think it definitely motivated me more, especially, like, you know, being out of shape at the end of that. Oh man, like getting back into shape after like two months. Oh man, it's rough. Horrible. It was horrible, but I mean that really showed me that like I like want to do this. Like I mean it's that thing like you don't know where you got until it's gone. And I mean I already really knew I loved it, but you know once I was injured and once I was seeing like all my friends like Alcides and them do really really good like Alcides and John that year. Yeah. I mean. That just motivated me all the more, especially since I knew, like, people like Alcides, like, they'll get out of shape over the summer and then they'll come back. I was like, well, if I start putting the work now, I'll be right back with them, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's, like, that's, like, a, I like that quote that you said. It's, like, running is just, like, like, it just literally becomes, like, routine, like, sleeping, eating, like, drinking water. It's literally, like, a part of your life. And, like, I know us as runners sometimes like we'll dread some easy runs like not every easy run is going to be like 
fun. Yeah, it's, of course. It's just like brick by brick, but like until like it gets taken away from you to even be able to do that easy run, then you realize like, damn, I really wish I could do this easy run right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's actually pretty funny, by the way. <laughs> I mentioned mentioned about being back with Alcides because I'm cheering over the summer. Alcides is a different breed. <laughs> he really, hey, I give him props, man. He he really uh, showed his ass this season. He trains like a middle schooler, but like <laughs> like like if they're not on season, like they won't run. Or if they're not at school, they won't run. But I mean, he when he wants it. He for it, especially this year. You, remind, you know how he reminds me a lot of uh, Ryan Allen? No, nah, he's not like that. You don't think so? No. Yeah. I mean, like, he's a lot smarter than Allen. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, James is smart. I, I guess you can say that. Then, yeah, he's like Allen. Well, he wasn't – he was school smart. He did a lot of dumb shit, but he still ran across at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, we talked about cross country from you going from twenty seven to sixteen forty two. Um, track. I think you ran twelve thirty your freshman year. Uh, five forty in the mile your freshman year. No, it's five thirty. Um, five thirty eight. Sorry. Oh. Um, I knew you were gonna say that. That's rough. No, five thirty three is not accurate. Stop saying these are false times. Thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah, that's false. That's for the runners. Um. <laughs> Well, you ran 440 in the mile this year, uh, 1008. Um, and even, I mean, you're 800 times slow. It's like 212 on floor runners. I know you can run like a 209, 208 in the 4x8, but in the 800, you ran. I was coming off the injury ahead. You would run like 230s in your freshman year. Like, I think the one thing that was kind of interesting is like, I think a lot of people would say you're only a cross country guy, but. You still prove this season that, like, oh, I, I am a track guy as well, you know. Um, well, it's funny because I honestly think that if you ran a like a track five k, you probably could have went like low sixteens. Oh yeah, I mean the rest just slows you down, right? Well, here's a good question: what What do you like better, cross country or track? <laughs> uh, honestly, I think I enjoy the cross country races more. Oh man, but we gotta get off this podcast. The cross country guy. <laughs> Tracks that guy that's like I love cross country and everyone's like shut up. Uh, I mean I don't know. I think, man, you really are a different breed, bro. Um, that's like what one or two more questions each, and then yeah. Um, the one thing that I wanted to ask, and like I'm gonna take a little bit, like yeah, I had something to do with it, but you broke why well, even say this you broke so you broke the two mile school record at nova and you broke the uh, cross country school record um the past three years has been a culture change at nova we were really bad before um and i'm proud to say that we've broken all the boys school records since i've been there and part of it was because of you and part of it was because of some other athletes but what was how did you think you kind of changed the whole program around as from the distance team? Because like you said, your freshman year, you were really bad, but your teammates weren't that much better than you. And your senior year now, like, I mean, we, we were legit. We had a really good cross country, really good cross country team for a public school. Um, and then track, we were competitive. We kind of got screwed with some 
some stuff, but we're still a really good distance program. Just talk about that kind of that three-year I think we just transition, needed some people, honestly, that knew what they were doing and, you know, wanted to be there. And I think the most important thing is just having, like, building up that knowledge, like, that, that database of, like, just, like, uh, like being like encyclopedia of like knowledge, like sure, and like the basic things like stretching and training and you know, that kind of thing. Cause I mean, a lot of people just go out and I mean, they wanna, they're there to learn, you know, like just like how any person is when they start. And I think, I mean, I wanna think that I helped a lot of people just like sharing what I learned from people like, like Ryan and you know, other people I met, like even like Garrett and maybe just other athletes as, as you know, once I started realizing I wanted to be good, you know, I started learning all that stuff. And I think just sharing that knowledge and kind of getting everybody in that, like that mindset of like competition and training and all that for them to really understand is important. Cause I mean, before it's just like, Oh yeah, we're just out here running, you know? And yeah. I mean, coach doesn't know that much more than us. We're just messing around like the I'd say like the best way to to really see that like as a coach that a runner is really buying in is like they're literally like a sponge like you like you just soak up all the information that Ryan tells you and you even look up stuff on your own and like try and learn different stuff from different people so that definitely helps out for sure I remember in ninth grade I made like I like made, I would take like notes on like stretches and like stuff to eat and how much water to drink and stuff remember it was like I felt like it was a science like I thought I thought it was like all this stuff behind like running a good race like you gotta drink this much water you gotta eat like this yeah much before the race Nova was convinced that like you had to eat a spoonful of honey and you're gonna be starving <laughs> your race because I told them I told them my senior year that's what I do sometimes before workouts <laughs> oh I did that I was doing that for like a few weeks I swear I was like I'm feeling a little hungry I should probably take some honey before I run um, but yeah, honestly, it's just having that to share to help other people grow. What was I gonna say? Um, I mean, yeah, it's not a science. I mean, it is, but you don't have to be that strict about it. This year, I've been like pretty lax. I mean, you know, diet-wise, you just have to, you know, like do the obvious. Like, don't eat like crap. Eat three meals. I mean, a lot, this year, I think I learned a lot to just listen to my body because before it was like, before this, I was like kind of just eating to eat, you know, because it's like, oh man, I have to eat a meal like before I run. But I've been listening to my body a lot lately and I think that definitely helps like, oh, like I could just go on like, let me just drink a lot of water and I'll go out for this morning run or like, oh, I can skip lunch. I have like a big breakfast. And I think that those kinds of things helps because like, I'm sure a lot of people have that kind of really methodical approach when they first start out dude when i when i got here i was like convinced that i had to eat breakfast before i ran in the morning like because we have 6 45 practice so oh my gosh i was killing myself waking up at like 5 15 in the morning making oatmeal and i would just feel like shit for practice but i would say like well one thing i wanted to mention is that like you can't really overeat as a like as a runner you really can't like getting in getting in like good nutrition is very important because 
food is what aids you in recovery and a lot of just athletes all around just like kind of mistreated um and it you know at least injuries one thing i've done like this this season is like immediately after run whether it be a workout an easy run i'll go to the weight room i mean i I mean i'm in college so i have this opportunity but i go to the weight room and i get a protein shake a protein bar or like some kind of bar eat it and i'm good to go i feel like it's it's done like wonders for me and like for the whole team but um i don't know do you eat do you have like a post uh post workout or post practice snack or um i i never not really a lot of the time i like go home and i won't eat for like another like two hours three hours because either i gotta cook or like i gotta clean or whatever and i gotta do something else but usually after i run i'll have like some fruit just because i like I like having like something like refreshing, especially like here in Florida, like it gets so hot. Yeah. Apple or something, or I don't know, sometimes I just drink a lot of water because I feel, I feel like more like I want to replenish like the electrolytes or whatever, rather than like, like get my stomach full again. Um, Ryan, I guess we'll, we'll wrap this up soon. Oh um, yeah, you can ask the last question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have anything else? Um... You asked one. Let me double check. Okay. I don't. I don't really. I, I, mean, I don't really have another question. Oh, you don't have another question. I was just gonna do the all-out kick round. Um. No, I mean, I guess if I just had to wrap it up uh, before we ask the questions, I mean, I've obviously got to coach Miller for two or three, two and a half years now. Um, he was the first runner I ever coached, even before John, which John was my other. Hopefully, we can get on the podcast one day. But yeah. Um. He, I think the thing that's so special about Miller, like I said before, is like, yeah, I was a coach and I kind of bullied everyone, but he was the, the leader and kind of the face of the program. Um, and his leadership every day, I'd just be like, I'm going to run. I'm like, he was the first, like, I would text, are we having practice? And he's the first kid. I would just find, yeah, I'm coming. And then it just kind of set the tone. Um, and I was just really lucky. I got, uh, I, you know, it's kind of funny because like, I wasn't the great, like, you know, you look at my history as a runner, I'm not the best, and, like, even knowledge-wise. Oh, you were far from the best. Yeah, and then, like, you look at Emilio, and you're like, yo, this kid sucked, and it's just, like, it's kind of funny how, you know, I'm a little religious, and, like, I think, like, it was meant to be that God just put us together, and it's just, like, we both sucked, but, like, we were both super hardworking, and I was super hardworking with coaching, and he was super hard with running, and he motivated me to put in the work as a coach because I'm like, if this kid's going to work that hard, I'm going to have to put in that work to be a good coach. So Yeah, it's a good coach-athlete relationship. That's how it should um, be. I, I just got lucky. But, yeah, you can – as it? You want to ask um, question? I will, I will mention this because I'll never forget this. So, at the end of cross-country season, like, my senior year, and Amelia was a freshman, right? No, you're a sophomore. No, yeah, sophomore. Um, I went to Nova with – uh, my teammate Joseph and um, <laughs> we went to do like an easy run just to see like you know how they trained and whatever um, and so it was like Emilio and like his teammate who was a senior at the time John um, and another teammate or whatever and like we start out you know chilling kind of and then all of a sudden I swear like 
we're we only average like 6 30 for the like five but i swear we're hauling ass and i was dying like i literally hated every second of that run and i was like oh my gosh this freaking emilio kid's a one-stepper all he does is pace push like <laughs> he's such an immature runner like oh i can't i can't drain of them <laughs> but he's really like uh really matured over the um or the past couple of years but yeah you're still a pace pusher in my book buddy so um, yeah, everybody says that i take it how it's supposed to be taken well, you. apparently, I'm the pace pusher now. Um, I had actually one more thing. This is about you, Garrett. And this guy, well, same thing with Emilio. Um, when you ran, Garrett, like you motivated kids such as Emilio, um, Jeremiah, um, which hopefully he can step it up next year. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, kids from like Fort Lauderdale, like Michael and others. And I think Emilio. I don't know if you do the same thing, but I think he doesn't realize how many, how many kids he motivated as well. And it's just funny to see that kind of pass on, you know what I mean? And you did a, a really yeah. good job inspiring kids from the Browns. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I can do that because I know how many people inspired me, like people like Garrett. And people like, I remember when I met you, Ryan, I thought you were like super fast, bro, because you would do the workouts with me and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Even, even like people at Nova, like the fastest guy in the cross country team, I was like, dang be like them bro but yeah i mean i'm glad i could do that for others because i mean i mean i've made a lot of friends like that people just come up to me and they're like wow times are so good and that kind of thing yeah and it's I, cool because it's kind of come like full circle and even That's like I, I, forget, say, yeah. I forget about like the people on my team like uh elijah like he was like like after regionals he was like you've been really great inspiration to me and he was like texting me and i mean it just made me feel good because it reminded me of myself like i see a lot of myself in him like yeah. how quiet but I can tell that he's driven and he you know, wants to do it to be better, regardless of like where he ends up with it. I just know that yeah. he's All right. All right. And with that, we're just going to ask up uh, or wrap up and ask our final kick questions. Um, we got to edit these. So, yeah, we don't, yeah, we do have to edit these. Well, I'm just going to ask a couple. Um, so, what's your favorite track event to run? I actually don't know this. I feel like it's a two mile, but. Uh, yeah. No. Um, what is your favorite track event to watch? Uh, Eight hundred, probably. Mhm. I'd agree with that. Not because I run it, but <laughs> um, what's the hardest workout you've ever done? I'm actually kind of curious because I don't know. Sometimes will Ryan be giving your ass? Does it have to be a workout I finished? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it could be. Shit, I, I know my hardest workout that Coach Elliott gave me was damn four by 600, four by 400. And I, I think we ran like two 600s and then like two fours, and I was dead. Bro, Ryan wanted me to do 24 200s a few weeks ago. That ain't hard. Well, I did that. I mean, that. <laughs> not that hard. I mean, I was having a crappy day because it doesn't sound Oh, like yeah, that was one of your worst. That was the worst workout I ever had. Yeah. I was having, I was having a really crappy but day. But that was because it was super I mean, windy. But besides, or. Outside of having just like a bad day, uh, probably we did a three hundred workout. It was, like, bro, it was like a, it was like the repetition. Of the oh, workout. I know your hardest workout was uh, the alternation workout. What? You remember I was like two hundred on, and then you're gonna keep going at this pace. It was like forty second, two hundred, thirty second, two hundred. Yeah. That was your hardest yeah. workout. You but that was like technically hard. <laughs> But you didn't know what you're doing. You couldn't hit it. 
<laughs> Whatever. All right. He didn't really answer it, but anything with Emilio, he died. All right. Um, favorite running shoes? Hoka's. Really? Yeah. I, I hate the Peg Thirty Sixes. For real? No, I really like that shoe. Just my opinion, though. I'm. Okay. The only pegs that I like were the 33s. What's your least favorite running shoe? Probably a New Balance. Uh, I just have like a pair of like New Balance. I forget what they're called. They're like the Flow Ride or something. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Goldman shoe is like clunky. Hmm. Um, and last question What is the proudest moment of your running career? Probably when I ran like 1642 in cross. I was like, oh, I'm pretty good. And then like, I actually got a medal, top 10 at whatever tri counties. Yeah. <laughs> that felt pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, with that, we're going to wrap this podcast up. Thank you, Emilio, for joining us again. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for being a great co host. Um, with that, we are the Distance Theory Podcast. I'm Gary Cardo. My co-host Ryan Mazzozo, and we are signing up. That was a pretty good podcast. <laughs>